1: The stairwell. It's Luke and Pete. What are they doing? Well, they're kissing. They're What's that about then? They're wearing gloves. They're wearing gloves and they're kissing, probing, touching, with safety in their minds. <laughs> it's the Luke and Pete show. We're back for Thursday. Um, how has your life changed in the three days that we've not been doing this? Um, I'm wearing odd socks. It hasn't, are you really? Yeah, I'm a, a I'm, a, I'm a British eccentric.
0: You're also wearing a pair of brand new moccasins.
1: Yeah, this. I mean, we've practically. Uh, I've
0: not noticed these before.
1: Yeah, they're they're too big for me. Um, they're not they're not helpful really. They're quite slippy. Look at the bottom of them. I'm very. I, I think cheapies. Only twenty quid. Yeah, where'd you buy them from? Yeah, probably top, man. I can't
0: remember. I think they might be slippers. I think you're wearing slippers outside. <sighs> now nah, nah, look were at the th-
1: sole on them. No, nah, they were um, they were um, don't touch the yeah. bottom of my shoe. Yeah, I think it's I disgusting. think disgusting. They're not they're not mocassins uh, they're not they're not shoe uh, they were in the shoe uh, they're on the shoe rack they would have been this, in their whole other section quite frankly and yeah. you can't take a picture because I'm wearing odd socks and that would be incredibly embarrassing
0: are you regretting the purchase or are you pleased with the purchase
1: um i think they could be i think i could have chosen my size because i'm a si- i'm always a size 8 for some reason these are too big yeah it does vary mm, so think uh, about not not massively with my with my with my clodders because
0: I've, I've got a pair of these 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 <sighs> Adidas pumps I've got here. Pumps. I'm always a 10 and a half. And right. these, I bought 10 and a half, and these are a bit tight as well. Mm. Oh no, so you said they're big, are they? Yeah. yeah these too. come up small, so it's yeah. weird. These probably fit you perfect. Is this the most boring yeah. start to the show? No,
1: we've done loads of shit at once is, than that. It's Pete wearing slippers and Luke's tight shoes. Monday was Postman Pat. <laughs> it was, actually, wasn't it? How you been, Luke? I went to see the Joker. Oh, any good? Ah, the Joker. Ah. Is it good? Oh, I'm going to spook you out with my makeup. No one knows if it's any good or not. Um, I didn't enjoy it. <laughs> okay, so most people say it's... I think it's subversive for normies, for people who haven't lived on the internet their whole lives. Oh, so you found it quite tame? I found it quite tame, yeah. The most okay. subversive thing that is, he had a tab on all, all the way through the uh, mm. film, uh, cigarette to the American listeners.
0: So a lot of people have, have talked... And I haven't seen it, so I might be wrong, but I believe a lot of people that. Are... I've talked about the similarities to it and the King of Comedy and mm-hmm. Taxi Driver and that kind of stuff and the obvious nods to that and the fact that it's got Whacking Phoenix in it and that's the case. I think I'll, I'll probably really enjoy it, but I haven't seen it yet.
1: Yeah, I, I, yeah, I, it's fine. It's it's I. um yeah, I, 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 I'm starting to kind of um, come around to Scorsese's way of thinking. He <laughs> says he doesn't rate, he doesn't rate all of these, uh, all of these films. Yeah, but I don't chewing think chewing gum. The Scorsese quote
0: wasn't related to a film like that. No, it was uh, uh,
1: no. But I think to those kind of audiences, it is probably quite uh, um, genre defining. I think because it's cause you, cause the the people who are obsessed with those kind of films um, probably wouldn't be necessarily. Um, Easing themselves into the warm bath of uh, uh, cinema outside of those kind of confines, I would say. No, like, uh,
0: so you've got you've got a situation. I think in, in lots of artistic endeavours or lots of kind of entertainment sort of um, places where there are certain things that are obviously targeted at people who don't otherwise have a, a, a specific interest in those things. So, for example you know you can easily see people who love all those marvel movies mm. not really being into that many other films mm, yeah and well could, think-
1: because there's enough there to set them like if you're a fan of comics you're a fan of comic book films jesus christ how much how much media is there it's a massive money making yeah. uh, endeavor there's no need to get like break out of those confines i'm not saying that i'm i've got a great love for fucking cinema but I watched that film and I was going, it doesn't tick many boxes for me. Yeah, but, Joker,
0: but, the, but Joker isn't the same as the as films that Scorsese is talking about. Scorsese, Scorsese is talking about... I know, he, I know, I know. He, yeah. For those of you listening who haven't seen the quotes, he's saying that, in his opinion, I think, I think he's saying this anyway, he's saying that cinema is something that is a vehicle for ex- exploring kind of emotions and experiences and how people interact with each other and making sense of different situations in the world around you. But what he's... I think as well, what he said was about the Marvel Cinematic Universe, as an example, is that it's almost like a theme park. It's like a theme park ride. Mm. You don't learn anything when you watch it. You mm. go there, you eat your popcorn, you get sort of almost overwhelmed by these these pictures and this sound, mm. and it's not cinema as he understands it. And I think that's been dismissed as kind of like old white guy has old white guy opinions, which maybe it partly is. But I, I was interested to see that Francis Ford Coppola came out this week as well, mm. saying that he he, he agrees... Um, agrees with him as well, and they're both. I mean, whatever you think of them and, and their position, I mean, they're amazing film makers. But, um, I, but what I would say to that, though, is there's something out there for everyone. I don't think you should be necessarily dismissive or derisive of people who like. No, this but film.
1: I'm, I'm saying. I mean, and and for those people who, um, you know, you could pile in with Lucas and stuff as well. Who's also yeah. who's also uh, commented, and and I mean, they did um, <clears throat> gangster movies for for men basically, like like with strong male characters. Uh, women very much on the periphery. They they weren't particularly progressive. Any of these any, any of these films, but they were excellent pieces of work. And yes, they probably have got more to do. Uh, they've got more about them than um, than the uh, than the comic book films and stuff. It's not about being dismissive. It's just sort of saying if you're really into the ecosystem of comic book uh, films, yeah, you probably find those that, that Joker film quite progressive and quite interesting. It's yeah. it's a definitely it should definitely go in that direction. It should be a bit more Is it more of a character study? It should though, more, it? Yeah, it should be yeah. more of a character study rather than the, you know, the explosions and all that bollocks. But um yeah, maybe I just I just don't watch a lot of comic book films. Yeah, I, I mean I, <sighs> I I I get sort of shuttled around to most of them.
0: But I think I think there's plenty there's plenty of um aren't there plenty of movies that school says he's done that are a bit different to what you're describing? He made Cape Fear, which is a thriller. He made um Shutter Island again, which is like a thriller, he made um Two Men. <laughs> yeah, I Too suppose they are, are, are kind of all male, 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 male orientated. I guess. Yeah, um, but I mean, yeah, like I said, there's, there's probably something out there for everyone. There's no sort of shortage of choice these days. Is no, it? and I know as well as you do, the best movie Martin Scorsese ever made was um, the one he made with Larry David in the I think the third season of Curb Enthusiasm, which <laughs> <laughs> is brilliant. Did he direct one? Uh, he's just in it. He's oh, in, right, in, okay. uh,
1: David's in like a movie with Scorsese in Curb. I'd really like to um, call Mark, Martin Scorsese's um, eyebrows. Oh, they're very. But my, eye, are, but what, mate, my, my eyebrows so dark. Are,
0: mine are going crazy now.
1: Yeah, no, uh, mate. I, this is my life five years ago. My eyebrows started going wild. I've it's got a part one, of
0: growing up that no one tells you about.
1: Your hair, eyebrows, yeah. wild, and but, and uh, you. Yeah, I've got one hair on my left eyebrow that's the length of the entire eyebrow. It's really weird. Uh, it's I've, really spooky. Uh, yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm similar. And, and the thing is. With the nose, So
0: first of all, there's two points on this. One is that no one tells you about this. So when you yeah. get at school or whatever, no one says to you, oh yeah, when you get older, you need, you know, you need to they say, oh, you need to get a job or you need to get an education mm. so you can get a better job so you mm. can sort of make more money, whatever. And whatever the kind of, your opinion on that, I mean, that's what you're told. I don't say to you, you're going to get hairy fucking eyebrows and they're <laughs> going to go mad and you're going to have to allocate probably... 20 to 30 minutes every week in
1: sorting your ear hair, your nose hair and your mm. eyebrow hair out. And, and another thing is, I was buying a personal trimmer in boots once and a man came over and went, you know that trimmer you're buying for your nose hair, or your ear hair? Use that head because it had several different heads. Connectors. Oh, right. Use that one. I used the one that's, that's like the... a little chimney. Yeah. Yeah, he said, use the chimney one rather than the other one. Yeah. And I was like, I don't need, and he was an older man. I was like, I should have taken his sage advice properly. Instead of just ignoring him. But I don't know how that deals with I, So I can
0: deal with the ear and the nose. Mm. The eyebrows, I don't, I, I, the only way I deal with the eyebrows, I'll be honest with you right now, and I'll, I'll, I'll stick this out there for everyone listening. The only time my eyebrows get trimmed is when I go and get my hair cut.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they, they put the comb over the eyebrow and um, put, run the razor yeah, over it. Yeah, yeah. And then they do the. But do, I'm too scared do, to do that myself. Do they do, do they do the flames in your ear? Um, No. No. <laughs> what? No? You don't know do that you're your barbers? No. Nah. Hmm. Huh flames in the ear? what are you talking yeah, about yeah they set fire to a, um, like an oily rag like a little petrol um, I've
0: never heard of this before it sounds you know, really like dangerous
1: Turkish, you know, It's a Turkish thing it's like a long stick um, and they set fire to a little um, oily rag and, and they just whack it in your ear and it burns off it singes your ear hair and so it curls back on itself is that what you have done yeah yeah. That was smell, completely passed me of, the by. The smell that. of uh, ear hair is uh, rather pungent. I just use the old. Did they not make you lean back and um, and they put a hot towel on your face and uh, they massage your fingers and your arms and stuff? No. Yeah.
0: I go to a. And a, a handy. I go to like a haird- <laughs> I go to a hairdresser, not some kind of 18th century Turkish <laughs> barbers. <laughs> uh, by the way, this this um, story caught my eye uh, this week. <clears throat> your eye, Aus- eye. Australian airline uh, Qantas mm. has completed a Mate. test of the longest non-stop passenger <laughs> flight as part of research on how the journey could affect pilots, crew, and passengers. Oh, yeah. Um, it was a 787, which I think is the Dreamliner, isn't it? Mm. Um, with 49 people on board, it went 19 hours and 16 minutes from New York to Sydney, which is
1: 10,066 miles. Wasn't there like um, they were just testing um, out the how um, discombobulated the people yeah. would be? Yeah, yeah. Because, um, I mean, presumably there'll be some people who have been employed to sit in coach and there'll be some people employed who'll sit in business class and first class and stuff. Yeah. To ch- oh, you'd be gutted if you were Which doing Which one would that you test. choose? Which one would I choose? Obviously first. Well, you choose economy because you hate yourself. <laughs> I don't know, actually. I, I'm willing to spend money on flights. Oh, yeah, you are. Yeah. But you did once say to me that, you know, that Kurt Cobain
0: said he hates himself and he wants mm. to die. You said, I hate myself and I want to live so I can spend more time hating myself.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think I was being flippant, but a couple of my friends <laughs> yeah, heard you, heard you report this and uh, <laughs> thought I was going to do myself in. But never a true word said in jest, yeah, you know. Yeah.
0: Um, but the, the crucial thing about this long um, haul, nineteen-hour flight, whatever it was, is that it crashed. To the, end of the... No, it? it was supposed <laughs> to twenty out Yeah. No, is that <laughs> ran out of fuel? Idiots! It, it can't. It can't. That, can't the, take the, all the cargo. Can't No, can't there's no all the, there's yeah. no plane that I think has the range to do mm. it with a full passenger and cargo load anyway. So, but there is one that Hot goes load. I don't like the word load. <laughs> That probably says more about Take your my your internet practices. <laughs> but you know that, that currently there is one that goes from Singapore to New York, which is eighteen hours twenty five minutes anyway, yeah, on exactly. average. Yeah, so it's not that far different, is no, it? No, exactly. What's the longest flight you've done? I've done London to Singapore, I think.
1: Um, it'd probably be Tokyo. To be honest, London, Tokyo. How long's that? It's fourteen, thirteen hours. Yeah, for thirteen, fourteen hours. Is it a pain? Um. Uh, not if you buy Valium off the internet. You're always on the
0: Valleys. i always a- on the Valleys. Frank- Frankie Valley over there.
1: <laughs> Everything kept second to the Benzo.
0: <laughs> Frankie Valley in the Four Seasons. What Four Seasons? <laughs> Don't know. I'm asleep the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. I thought that was quite interesting. So I wonder, because we keep hearing chat. There's chat, chat all over the place. Le chat. You can't go a je week could le or- chat. You can't go, um, je regarde le chat.
1: Je regarde le chat. Je regarde je rec- je le chat. You
0: can't go more than 2 weeks on the internet without some news article about how there's going to be a hypersonic flyer that goes out of the atmosphere and comes back again.
1: Hypersonic missile. Yeah, I know it's bullshit, in it? Mm. We can we can't even get SpaceX right? It keeps blowing up, is it? It's Elon. 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 It's more concerned Our about friend, um yeah, I want to that. I'm your ch- a pedo minor. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, Murray uh a mutual friend, friend uh, keeps uh, WhatsApp messaging me pretending to be Ethan Elon Musk or the pedo the accused pedo minor. Going stop uh, stop t- I'm not a pedo. <laughs> it's a wonderful character piece. One day I'll play them all out. What he he keeps he keeps um he's got a range of characters. He's very very good at them. <laughs> So essentially, he keeps. And one day I'm keeping. I'm keeping them. One day we'll release a CD. So he keeps messaging you about the Tam Luan cave rescue. Yes, pretending to be. Um, which happened well over a year ago now. Pretending to be the pedo miner. Yeah, when I send you it's a, a two-month-old meme, yeah, you hate it. Yeah, but yeah, but it's a meme that you haven't created. He creates worlds with his uh, pedo <laughs> minor and his Elon Musk. He did do it. He did do it. He does all them Jeff Bezos. He does uh, loads of different characters.
0: He did a brilliant tweet the other day. I'm just going to look it up. I, I absolutely loved it. He's. Uh, he said he tweeted the other day saying, "I used to love my job as a dear masseur. I felt like a million
1: bucks. Yeah, bangers, <laughs> absolute bangers. It's very you know, good, but it's, it's witty. You see, yeah, but you see, Belen's getting like millions of retweets for very basic, you know, piece of shit tweets, and like he doesn't get the love that he deserves. I, I can't figure it out really. I can't get figure out in the algorithm.
0: Pete Dawson replacement, mate. I, look." That'd be a loop more replacement. <laughs> to be honest. Um, good old Murray James. Yeah, give him a follow. He's Murray James on Twitter, but he's five instead of the S at the end. Yeah, that's probably why he gets no traction.
1: <laughs> I think he's. Uh, I think he's got a promotion, so he's tidied up his tweets a little bit.
0: Like all of you lot who are good at <laughs> creative stuff, you've got no admin skills. No, that's probably why he's got. No, he hasn't got a million followers. Those people who've got a million followers are probably really good at the admin side. A million bucks. Mm. Mm. Um, let's have a little break. After that, we'll do some
1: emails. Email hey. of the evening. Can you be lazy and crazy? Text in.
0: Yeah. Um, do you, have you ever seen one of my favorite ever videos on the internet? Is um, Guar the comedy uh, metal, metal band? band? Yeah. I think one of them. Sadly, I think is it Dave Brockie, the main guy. I think he passed away fairly recently, very sadly. But anyway, Guar, for those who don't know, are this metal band who all dress up in these mad science fiction horror themed suits. Right. Have you seen them? No. Okay, I'll show you a picture. You're like on the right of your street, Pete. The
1: Guays are they like, um, Lordy?
0: Yeah, oh, sort yeah, of. Yeah, 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 yeah sort I, of. I, I
1: guess, they look like that. Yeah. So
0: you can see you're right there, like cold, yeah, yeah cold, like cold. Lordy, yeah, yeah. Cartoon. Yeah, like Lordy. Yeah. And um, there was a. I'm
1: th- sure Guar fans are going, "Nowhere near there before Lordy. <laughs> I, th-
0: I think um, there's a um, there's a. Well, there, I know for a fact there's a brilliant video on YouTube, and it's from the AV Club. Who are this? Um, Kind of culture, music kind of website. The Onion, yeah. So and they I mean. used to they used to do a series of videos called I think it's called Recovered, right? Where a band would go in there to promote an album or whatever, and they'd have to pick a song off the list. Yes. And um, once that song had been picked, it was chalked off, and no one else could do it. Mm. So if you were in there late, um, you um you were fresh out of luck, Straps. basically. Yeah. And Guar went in there last one season, famously. And had to do Billy Ocean's Get Out of My Dreams, Get Into My Car. <laughs> and it is fucking so funny. Get it up on there, plug it in. It's oh. absolutely brilliant.
1: Get, uh, um, get out get of my out dreams, of get, get into
0: my car, my Billy Ocean. Dreams. And um he Guar. and the main guy in Guar, it's dressed in this ridiculous outfit, of course. He um he goes off on one about how the Billy Ocean lyrics are absolutely ridiculous. He says, I'll be your because at one point he says, I'll be your longtime lover, get it while you can. And he's like, why Why do I have to get it while I can? He's like, there it is. Don't Everybody play that here. loud, though.
1: All right, they got us playing an even more fucked up song than the one we did last year. I mean, at least Kansas, it's worth flying out. Like, it had guitars in it, but this one. But we're gonna make it pure gold. Any people are gonna help us?
0: Give <laughs> <laughs> so- it a listen. You guys it's know funny. Song we're
1: oh, you're gonna hate it. Actually, Billy Ocean is performing the song our Way" now. So I don't get that.
0: It's the the car horn, which is so good.
1: (laughs) Hear it. Brilliant.
0: (laughs) Wait for the chorus. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
1: The good thing about this is like the place they're playing looks like um. <laughs> it looks like a meeting room. It's brilliant and uh, every enjoyable. so often throughout as you've probably heard there you hear a
0: perp perp yeah. in the car because <laughs> the drummer who's dressed like a giant um, space Beast <laughs> is playing the drums and squeezing in a little car horn at opportune <laughs> moments. Brilliant. Anyway, I can't remember why we're talking about that. But it's absolutely fantastic. Well worth a look, so Google it. Um we we're gonna do emails, weren't we? Hello yes. at Lukeandpeachhow.com uh to get in touch. George has been in touch Says, hello boys. I have no qualifications on the subject, but I'm fairly sure animals, in particular dogs, can smell pets on strangers. Mm. This is based on the thing I said last week, where can is it's just something people say. But can pets smell other people's pets, or is it like an urban myth? George goes on to say, "I can say this with some confidence because I have a, I have a pet ferret. Oh, I love a ferret,
1: which lends me a general muskiness that even my friends can
0: sometimes pick up on."
1: We had a little when I used to look after the ferret at uh, Twycross Zoo. I used to have a little, um, a little, um, what do you call it? Like a little, little lead for it, basically. We used to walk around to the zoo with it. You used to look after the ferret. I used to have a look after the ferret. I love that ferret. Probably w- dead now. What was it called? Can't remember. Ferret. He used <laughs> to walk around remember. the zoo with it. He used to walk around the zoo on a little, on um, a little lead. Was it scared? No, I was loving it, mate. Ferrets need a walk. But Do they love getting stroked or whatever? Yes. Do you, do he used you... to climb all over my, all over my body. Um, <laughs> I mean, not... ferrets are fucking ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, they shouldn't. I don't know why they exist. I, there's no reason why they should exist, but they are beautiful little guys. But they, um, you used to have a little spray when it was getting stinky. You used to spray it and it would uh, cut down on its smell a little bit, because they do absolutely pong.
0: George says it's not an entirely bad smell, but whenever I meet a new dog, they go mad, and start running around my legs. I can't think of any other reason other than the ferret smell. Um, Cats too can be wary around me, but as I have a cat as well, it could be because of that. Maybe one day I'll rub the ferret and the cat on different items of clothing and see which (laughs) random creatures in the park react. Yeah, do that,
1: George. Because, I mean, you know, if your friends are already telling you you stink like a ferret, then you might as well do it. Is it, does it mean that I'm a true northerner that I really want a ferret? Because <laughs> they used to have a yeah. ferret and a whip it, didn't they? It was kind of a thing, wasn't it? Yeah, you used it's to a, have a little ferret down your trousers. It was a thing for a while <laughs> that I think,
0: to me, it feels quite 80s.
1: <laughs> yeah, so probably a bit older than that. Because people said the flat cap and the whip it. Flat whippet. cap, whip it. But do you, have a, do you have memories as a kid of seeing people with ferrets then? Uh, yeah, I think so. I think I used to see the bloke who used to walk around with his ferret on him. He didn't have a lead though, he just used to be on him. You've got—I mean—that's very trustworthy, innit, of the ferret that did not belt it. Yeah, but keep it. You know? There's a
0: guy. There was a guy in town. I think he might be a homeless guy. who used to have a cat with him. He used to sit on his shoulder mm. all the time. Yeah, and that, that, to me, that's bizarre because cat's behaviour is very, very opposite to that normally.
1: The guy in uh, New York, turban man with a cat on his head, um, about 15 years ago, first time I went to New York, saw all the sights, but mm. the only thing I could remember was a man walking down the street with a ferret on his uh, cat on his head. So, there we go. Yeah. Um, What about this email here from David?
0: Who says this is quite a good one, Pete? Actually, and we Mm. mentioned them on Monday briefly. But he says um, he mentioned Albuquerque and how Luke hasn't been, but would like to at some point. While discussing Al Camino, which is the Mm. sequel to Breaking Bad, Mm. last year my son and I drove Route sixty six. Well, I've done that. But a brilliant time. Very old. Would encourage people to do some of that. Do that at some stage of their life. In Albuquerque, we did a Breaking Bad tour run by former extras from the show in a converted RV, exactly like the one they cooked meth in. Excellent tour, made really interesting and fun by the two hosts. One was a DEA agent in the show, and the other the waiter who handed around the poison drinks to the Mexican cartel around the <laughs> pool. During the tour, they take you to loads of locations, including the laundry where they cook, Walt's house, the car wash, and Jesse's house. They even let off a smoke bomb so it looks like the RV is cooking, and also do spot quiz questions with a prize of a small bag of a bag of blue candy that looks like meth that Walt's mm. made. Um, all great harm and fun until a couple of days later, we were in Winslow, Arizona, of the Eagles song Take It Easy fame, having a nice lunch in a packed diner on St. Patrick's Day when my son Michael dropped a bag of candy on the floor while we were talking to some middle-aged Americans. Um, More than a little embarrassing, and I'm not sure they bought my explanation. We left as soon as we could. (laughs) Albuquerque is a really top place, great food, weather, and friendly people. It's a bit out of the way, but worth a visit. And if you enjoy Breaking Bad, it will make you want to watch it again. Uh, I love your show and look forward to every podcast. Give up the good work, David. So Albuquerque is well worth a visit. Have you been there, Peter?
1: Uh, I don't think I have no. I've been close, but um, yeah. I, I do. You reckon like um, who made um, not David Simon. Who's the Who's the guy who made Breaking Bad? Vince Gilligan. Vince Gilligan. Do you reckon like the people who make um Breaking Bad um are a bit like oh, you're making money off my hustle? Effectively, it's probably it's probably
0: fully endorsed, isn't it? It's probably Why, it's probably... Why does it need to be though? Probably doesn't need to be, but mm-hmm. I imagine oh, oh, Vince has got his finger in the pie. And if it's the, if it's the tour I'm thinking of, Aaron Paul's done it. He's mm. did it on Instagram so now, and he was promoting it. So right. I imagine it's something to do no, with the actual but thing. It is.
1: But I just sort of think things like that. You something? Sort of I mean, really? and there's probably rival ones as well. Probably unofficial ones that, don't, that have other extras from uh, Breaking Bad. Why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you do that? Awesome. Yeah. I would not want to live in um, uh, Thingy's house, though, because that would be a nightmare. Jesse's house. People would be throwing fucking pizzas on the roof and stuff.
0: Oh, that was a, yeah, that's at Walt's house, isn't it? Mm. I, think, I, think there, I think there was an appeal for people to stop throwing pizza on the house. Because I think people live there now. <laughs> yes. um, uh, yeah. Walt and Skylar's house in Breaking Bad, I'm fairly sure
1: it's just a normal house. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And the people... The I'm, interiors will be completely different as well. That's a funny thing.
0: <laughs> oh, well, because the interiors are shot elsewhere? Yeah, we'll be on it. It's set, well, it's it generally speaking, isn't it? Like uh, in EastEnders or whatever. You I can just take
1: it. a wall out, can't you? Yeah. I need to take a wall out. I guess it's probably
0: it needs certain certain um specifications so you can actually shoot in there. Yeah. Did
1: you did you see the um I was listening to uh the podcast that's oh God, who is it? It's um Pam and the blonde accountant from the office. They were going through they they they've started a podcast where they go through every um episode of the office basically and say yeah. what happened backstage and stuff. Right. And uh what's it called? I can't remember. Is it just the Cardiff production, Pete? Uh, let's say yes. Okay, <laughs> just another example. Yeah, it's all, of, of it's the great content. It's all right. It's um, but it's 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 quite weird um that uh they about. But they sort of said like the first uh, the, the pilot episode um with a lot of um TV shows with every TV show in fact because uh, it's all done on set um they can just take a wall out to film a particular shot uh but the pilot certainly was filmed in a functioning uh, office um so you, they so everything was just kind of really right. shaky and dodgy and stuff like that. I think so, that's what um, the, the UK, uh, the Gervais yeah, and so, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Cheap, affordable.
0: Have you got any emails there, Pete, or should we do another
1: uh, one? Yes, I've got an email from Ant in Alicante, which is wonderfully sort of alliterative. Uh, and I believe his second name is Ashworth as well. Enjoyable. Hey, hello, chaps. Uh, some time ago, uh, now you mentioned you'd seen the staircase where the bloke goes on trial for pushing his missus down the stairs while claiming it was an accident. Very this is easy.
0: Ant who complained last week about our pronunciation of the, of the
1: place Harwich. Oh, right. He was Ant from Alicant. Was it? Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Carry on. Suck it, Ant. <laughs> uh, and said that a few uh, months later, when everyone had a chance to watch it, you'd comment on it. Well, I'd be quite interested in your comments and thoughts on the show because I found the bloke in question, Mike Peterson, uh, to be intensely irritating and physically absolutely repulsive. Oh, and his daughters were a pair of fucking freaks. Oh, <laughs> my God. <laughs> a little bit much, isn't Ant it? Ant is just an angry bloke. <laughs> angry Ant. He, he also goes on to say that uh, I watched El Camino the other day and while I liked it, what struck me most was how much timber both Aaron Paul and uh, Jesse Plemons, Todd, were carrying.
0: Yeah, I noticed it with Todd. He's,
1: he's much good... bigger now,
0: yeah. I
1: mean, we're all getting older.
0: I know, but it's kind of it takes you out of it a bit. Does it? Because so, El Camino clearly was a combination of new scenes and scenes that they'd obviously did not included in the first series. Oh, is that true? Yeah, well, I don't know. Oh, but... is it
1: like a pre... I've not seen it. Is it like a... What, was it like a... what was happening while other stuff was going on?
0: No, but it's, it's, it's what happens directly after the end of Breaking Bad but right. it contains a
1: lot of flashback scenes uh, which
0: are blatantly scenes that... Because they were... F- right, okay. Yeah, yeah they've yeah, got yeah, there okay, and they okay. haven't used and some of them are decent stuff mm. and it means that you get to see a couple of characters that you're excited ah. to see but the ones that weren't, it was clear that Todd particularly was a lot bigger.
1: Yeah. Uh, maybe because he
0: uh, maybe because he pumped himself up for another role or because he just put on a bit of beef I don't know he was but, yeah. very
1: good in uh, Fargo he played a butcher I haven't seen that um, series of uh, Fargo intrusion, yet. Intrusion. Um yeah um, uh, the bloke uh, Mike Peterson yeah, I, his neck his skin uh, as he starts to get old he just looks like he's going off a bit that bloke he has been in jail for like 12
0: years yeah I mean I don't know we should be talking about Interesting physic- how people physically repulse us I think that's a bit unnecessary
1: <laughs> what and, and, and started it yeah but, but then you start talking about his papery skin. Well, yeah, he, but I think no, but I think his appearance is secondary to how fucking weird he is in the first place. Very strange. There's man. a lot of
0: weirdness going on there. Yeah, I'm <laughs> really? a big, I'm a big believer in the owl theory, though. What of, in the staircase?
1: The imp- parent, uh, oh yes, yeah, yeah. Apparently, um... it's a big. It's an interesting theory, though. <laughs> well,
0: it's interesting, man. It's a.
1: It's a, it's a, it's a I mean, we're grabbing for uh, whatever we can there. Right, I was grabbing.
0: And I look forward to hearing from you next week about what's angered you
1: yeah. uh, in subsequent Angry shows to Ant's, come. Um, uh, furious roundup every week. Um, t- famously uh, did d- the song at Scott and Charlene's wedding in Neighbours, of course. <laughs> Is that true? There's Angry Anderson no, isn't there? I no, I don't. Arn Anderson stabbed um, Sid Vicious. I got stabbed by Sid Vicious. Right, with scissors. Um, anyway, uh, the uh, did you read a bit in the newspaper that um, once again people um who like. It's job and actor you know. Had a couple of, um, had a role in EastEnders, had a role in, I think, Emma Dale, um, And now she is a. a, a oh, she works at BM. She, she works at B&M. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, isn't that a horrible news story? Oh, it's terrible. They, they've like, they've, they've done terrible that a few times now. Yeah, they have.
0: I remember being Bizarre. On, absolutely bizarre. I had a show with a guy called, oh, what was his name? I'm going to say Jeremy Edwards, who was in yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Nice guy. Long time.
0: No, yeah, normal guy. Nice, nice fella. Um, and he said he had the same thing, and this was years ago he told me this, mm. that he said that um, acting work dried up, get yeah. a young son, I think, or a daughter at the time, so he went and did some labouring on a building site, Yeah, load of, load of uh, tabloid photographers turned up, and he was on the front page of The, of the Sun, <laughs> saying, Jeremy Edwards, actor Edwards, hits rock bottom, it's like, <laughs> I wasn't really hitting rock bottom, I was doing like an honest day's work to pay, for, to feed my family, yeah, Uh, I don't really know why this is a story kind of thing. So it's been going on for years.
1: But also just the the idea that um, people uh, just don't seem to have any fucking idea... About how much you get paid for, for a TV show. Hollyoaks is probably one of the few uh, TV shows that pays because of just frequency. You do it all the time. You do yeah. it every week. But like most TV shows, you you're in it for a few scenes. You get a couple of grand and then you fuck off home. Like it's yeah, it's not it's it's really hard work. I would never want to do it. I it's don't. Impossible.
0: Um, and I also don't think you know. Got to have a few strings to your bow. People can inaccurate. choose to read whatever newspapers they want, of course. But I think it's worth remembering that tabloid newspapers don't care about you. They pretend to be on the side of the working class, but they're not. They don't give yeah. a shit. So. So don't they care about you selling newspapers? That's it. Mm. So the best way, and I had this conversation with my parents. My parents used to always take um, maybe the Sun. I think they used to take the Sun or the Mirror, maybe I've come whichever paper it was. And the thing that really changed for for them was when the news came out that Millie Dowler's phone had been hacked yeah. by particular journalist at whatever newspaper it was, and it was the newspaper they currently took at the time. And I can't mm. I can't remember the one, but it was that one. And um my parents sat down and were like, Well, yeah, you know, that for us was the straw that broke the camel's back. And then I really? don't read you know, I don't really? they don't read it now. I think they re- I think they um I think they read the eye or something. I can't remember, but they Yeah, p- the
1: eyes beca- my, the rare occasion that my dad my dad pretends he doesn't read the daily mail. He does read the daily, yeah. daily mail. But, but my, my parents but they what I'm saying here, what I mean the reason I'm bringing it up is you just being an extremist. It's, true,
0: it's purely because they um they they realised that that was just the behaviour of say, it, it kind of writ large the behaviour of some people who work at newspapers. It, we, and, and so and the worst thing about it is right. And I'm not saying that everyone who works at newspapers is like that. But just to get on my horse for a moment, with the Daily Mail, right? When you understand and have direct experience of the, the, these industries in whatever um, form, even if you just kind of brush past them and you know, and, and realise that actually 90% of the people who write for the Daily Mail are all London-based liberals, mm. it shows you, and should hit home to you, exactly what their game is. Yeah. Because that, that, the Daily Mail, I'm telling you now, is not populated by staff who believe the shit they're writing. Mm. They're just doing it because that's the editorial line of the paper mm. and it's a job. They're all just like you and me. Mm. They're, all, they're all London-based liberals, essentially. And as soon as you realise that's the game
1: it should mean that what you're doing is completely pointless and you're, you're essentially being mugged off. But it's interesting that the Milly Dowler thing was the turning point for your parents because obviously, you know, that, that paper, or, or most papers in general, kind of have varying degrees of that, uh, of, of getting in, in, into people's lives that, that they don't necessarily deserve it. It's weird that the phone hacking was such a, a watermark for a lot of people. Because I know people who've also, you know, stopped taking that paper because of... I'll because be interested to see, Pete, <laughs> if, if the circulation has gone down since that phone
0: hacker thing. I bet it's back up to where it was before now.
1: Yeah, I think uh, from what I heard, I think uh, for the longevity of stuff like the Sun, I think they're um, starting to curb some of their more extreme behaviour just simply because um, advertisers and it's how everything changes. It's yeah. Advertisers losing their losing their bottle on something. I,
0: I think they try and make that happen with Fox News and stuff as well. Mm. Anyway, let's get out of here, Pete. That's about bye time bye. for us. I think um, we'll we'll be back on Monday. Have a lovely weekend. We're going up to uh, Leeds and Newcastle this weekend. So Two. Do come find us if you want ramblelive.com and still some tickets available if not we'll talk to you next week have a lovely one cheers bye
1: this was a Stakhanov production